Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. Episode, fuck, uh, <laughs> episode 90. <laughs> great, great intro track. <laughs> episode 90 of Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Um, We're here with my good homie, um, X Chris X, um, also Cavalera Luna on Discord. Um, Howdy. What do we call you? Are you, I mean, you're my homie. You're my ex co-host. I mean, I know, I know, baby, I want you back. Like, I want you back on this fucking show. I don't know. I, I don't know what your official title is. 
What, like, um, just being on the show? Yeah, what, I don't know, what do I call you? Call me, like, that friend with some benefits. <laughs> it, by some benefits, I mean, what, I'm, like, less than Are you my hard- 10 minutes away from are you, you my know? hardcore booty call? Dude, I, 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 I just, would love to be a hardcore booty call. I I just hit you up when I need to talk about riffs. Yo, yeah. <laughs> then I then I send you uh you know pics of uh, you know, me kind of giving you the wink. Oh, <laughs> uh, like the like the drunken the drunken wink looking thing. Oh, I hate that. I hate that emoji. That one is the oh, worst. Really? That's one of my favorites. And I love using that like non-ironically. I miss I miss posting pictures of weed on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember. So there was a so anybody who doesn't know me, um me and Chris are homies. We've been we've been in a band together. Um, we've a lot of our we have a lot of same mutual friends. Um, our partners are are very close friends as well. Um, but I think out of our friend group, we're the only people. Um, we're there's a, only a small amount of us that are the straight edge. Um, I saw today on Twitter yeah. about. Someone we're not gonna get too much into it, but like somebody was getting called out on uh on Twitter for like uh, they were hardcore they're uh they're pretty famous on Instagram. They used to go to hardcore shows all the time and then they um you know inevitably dropped out and and who cares? Whatever. That happens. But apparently mm-hmm. Uh, according to somebody on the internet, they um, they dropped out because they thought that everyone was was judging them for smoking weed. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That was the reason. Wow, I never knew that. That's what apparently they told somebody this, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You, me, wow, Cody. And a few other people are some of the only motherfucking straight edge people. There's still a few out there, but I'm like, it's all like some of them. You don't even it's like most of us. You don't even know, like, because nobody is nobody in Seattle is very militant about it. If there's like most of the straight straight edge people, vegan people or vegan straight edge are so like. Um are so quiet about it. You don't fucking know. A lot of people around this station talk shit about me, talk shit about vegans and stuff. And I'm me, the fucking vegan. I'm just like sitting in the corner with an awkward face, kind of looking, looking down at the floor, twiddling my thumbs. Like, I hope this is, I hope this conversation fucking ends. Um, right. But, um, you kind of have to like look for your exit out of that shit. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. If you're in hardcore, no one in Washington is going to judge you for smoking weed. It's probably for something else. It's probably for something you did that was stupid. I'm just, I, 
I normally don't like I don't need to be spilling no fucking tea on dead air about shit, but that's bullshit. And there's no like I know that like the heart that um we had the uh edge break list three years ago that originated oh from like that came like like some of it came from like Portland and um uh in in Seattle area I think another half of it came from like Utah and Colorado I don't know I didn't yeah something like that but god what a freaking scandal that was yeah so for those who didn't know about 2000 end of 2017 or was it end of 2016 I don't remember it was, it was 2016 End of 2016, something somewhere around there, a group of people in straight edge bands or just straight edge. Um, most of them, I would say they're young anywhere from at the time was in uh, were in their uh, early to mid 20s at most um, young straight edgers um, talking shit, making a list of everyone in their areas that have broken edge over the years and it was stupid. A lot of people got names of people that were wrong because they had, they didn't have the updated information on the person. So they just fucking did it anyway. And I just think the creation of this list was one of the dumbest things and ultimately did not help, um, the view of people in Northwest hardcore, um, among the internet and just like a view outside of outside of our state and those those estates that were associated with this stupid fucking list. So I don't know. I don't know how I got on a straight edge tangent, but it is what it is. Um, so Chris, I just oh, what's up? No, continue. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like, like just remembering that era of the straight edge list. I, I'm sure you like express this too when you hear bands or just other homies very reluctant, hesitant to come to the Pacific Northwest for any hardcore relations because of our, you know, somehow reputation of PC or just other dumb crap going on especially the straight edge stuff aka case in point right here i like um you know i just remember talking with homies and you know and they were like oh oh like um that that straight edge list like that's hella sus and weird like we don't want to come out to that so it's like not only did that edge list like really just mess things up just on a music wise really just was fucking like disrespectful too dude but, so much stuff happened in that 2016 2017 era and for northwest that it really fucking hurt like and yeah and uh it transitioned into um this is actually like a perfect transition um, cause it, it relates to a bit, the first band that we played at the top of the list. Um, let me get the list up. Uh, 
we played we played Drain, character fraud off of California Curse, uh, just came out. That band, I've said it a couple times, we should have had an awesome fucking like uh when they came here two years ago, a lot of people talked about them, but nobody came out to the fucking show. It's in Tacoma, and half the people that came were mostly like punk kids who were coming for the local like bar punk bands that I that I uh, booked for the fest. I'm not for the fest for the show, so it was pretty. It was it was kind of a bummer, um, but this band has fucking grown leaps and bounds um i can't talk i can't talk enough about how um awesome in character the that sammy is one of the nicest human beings um always excited about almost fucking everything um always excited to see you um just a he's he's a fucking social butterfly a hundred percent. Um, I, I think you and me played with them a few years back too. Um, yeah, they played in Olympia. Um, I think the oh, fuck, I forgot the name of the band. Oh, seance. They played with seance, I believe. Oh, oh that band was cool. That band was really cool. And that was actually, those are two just really fucking cool bands. I had no idea what they were about when I, um, when we played with them, then I agreed to book their show uh, like a year and a half later. And like I said, it did well on attendance, but not in the way I thought it was going to. It was, it had a lot of people that were just, that were there for their friend's local band and not in maybe 10, 15 people tops for actually came to see drain. So that was, that was kind of a bummer, but this is probably out of the new shit that has come out in 2020. Um, one of my favorite releases. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, I love Sam, I love Sammy's vocals. Um, I love how, like, pretty much through, in and out, it's it's thrash, it's fucking, it's uh, it's crossover, but it's in done in such a way like but it's it's recorded like it's a fucking punk band like it's recorded the yeah. it's punk length um they don't they don't take a lot of they don't um they don't spend a lot of time on their songs they get in and get the fuck out um i would say yeah 22 minutes and 12 seconds for 10 songs is a is a good length which speaks to just like the brevity of it all and when oh, yeah. when this when the stuff hits it really fucking hits um i i love um it's fun but it's also hard like it's it it has a lot of um you know what you speak to it i speak about drain quite quite often dude i've been listening to this record non-stop um my favorite comparison that i've seen for this record is <laughs> sepultura on a surfboard <laughs> dude i would it's s- sepultura on a surfboard i love it because i don't 
like I don't want to speak too much to you um to uh I guess it's thrashness because obviously in California you think of um you think of suicidal um you think of really groovy fucking bass um that's that's definitely not as present in this as more of like I would say I would say just a fucking um if anthrax riffs were sped the fuck up and so mm-hmm. much fucking heavier so that sepultura like sepultura is like but a little bit thrashier would be uh in like fast burst songs are probably my what i would like sum this up to um and it's fun because it just goes from fast to mosh and back and forth and plays between those two lines so well like you'll get caught in a groove and then it'll just speed the fuck back up and then it has some oh yeah just some really choppy groovy parts that were like i don't even know what i would like the song that i uh the song that i played i don't even know what i would do except jump up jump up and down like uh (laughs) we played character fraud which is the um what is it? it's the fifth track on the record um kind of smack dab in the middle and it's just like oh yeah i don't know what to do i wouldn't know what to do except do the cheesy hands up hands up in the air and um up and downs one one but you know what i'm about that one I hand up about in that the air. jumping up and down motion though that's i was just like there's some sometimes that's all you can that's all you can do uh oh yeah it's the recording quality is great. Um, it's out on revelation records. And if you haven't checked it out, it's a great listen all the way through. So Chris, let's get, let's catch, let's get caught up with what's been going on in X Chris X world. So I'm going to have, we're going to do a speed round of, um, of just questions of things like there's a lot, there's various, like releases and stuff that has come out also various um you know hot topics of uh in just uh pop culture shit so we're just gonna we're just gonna mm-hmm. start how um tiger king shut up <laughs> nah, uh. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell my kids this is Tui. Ha <laughs> <laughs> God, I've been <sighs> those memes are so dragged out. Like the day of. Um, okay, obviously, like I take it that you've seen Tiger King. Um, yeah, it was like the first. I, think- I was working, and it just it. So I I'm I work I midnight shift. So when I get to work. They ha- already have new shit already uploaded, like, like I have the fresh new stuff as I'm doing my, as I'm starting my shift. So I click it, and I just I'm tired, but I just keep fucking watching it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking look away. I just, I was like, I knew, I just had to fucking watch it. Now I'm just like. When somebody grabs onto it, to I don't mind if anybody grabs onto a thing, but the the amount that it's getting and people grabbing onto it, it's just too fucking much for me. 
Oh yeah. Like, dude, at work right now, at all the check stands, People Magazine features Zo- Joe Exotic front cover. People <laughs> Magazine. That motherfucker's in jail. Exactly, dude. That dude. Oh my god. Sus on so many levels. Everybody involved is sus on so many levels. Exactly. Or they're just it, like it was just like or they're like clueless. The, you know. Like, you see people on the internet like talking about Joe Exotic, like saying how he was an icon or whatever. And it was like, dude, fucking sucked. Like deserves to be in jail. Like, are you? You know, when you kind of get into, like, start watching this documentary at first, you kind of are just, like, so mind-blown about, like, that's this type of concept. Like, this seems too wild to be true. And as, like, each episode progresses, you're just like, wow. You just, everything becomes unraveled. And did you hear that they're uh, they're trying to add on more episodes? <laughs> They've that? already done, I've, I unfortunately... Because I wanted to post a meme, I did like right early the early the infancy of all this. I posted a meme in a group called Tiger King Memes, and um, yeah, they I get I get updates from it constantly, so I already know about it. People have reviewed it, and people didn't like it that much, which I don't give two shits. So we're gonna move on. Yes, yeah. this is not what this is fucking about. We're just catching up on what's exactly fucking going on in the world. What is? I been... mean, y'all, we can make a whole episode just on this. Yeah. So, you're you're an essential but, uh, worker. What has been the fucking your least favorite part? I know there's a lot. You work. You work in stores. You stock. You stock shelves. What has been the thing that fucking pisses you off the most? Okay, y'all. So, you know, as a bro, I'm sure you've seen us. Like, if you ever had to go tinkle in a public bathroom, like, at a grocery store. But still, even with a pandemic going, there are people still not washing their hands after going to the bathroom. I have witnessed this, y'all. This is the reason. This is... You need to be reporting this. You need to make an article. Uh This This is what's wrong. This is why... People are fucking dying out there. Fuck. Oh, I'll, I'll also tell you what's wrong. So, um, actually, uh, what was it? It was uh, today. I was trying to get to my aisle, and I'm not even kidding you. My aisle was blocked by a group of like four or five bros. You know, all dressed bros. up, bro, tank tops <laughs> out, just talking, chatting it. You know, and I'm like, what about social distancing? Did they not teach you at your frat house, dude? Like, <laughs> get out of the way. You see that I'm trying to bring this big ass card of Oreos and shit. Like, come on, man. So that's just been my biggest frustration. Just still people aren't getting it. Still people have no concept of social distancing. Um, even like when I'm like down there clearly working people still have the tendency to get really close up to me and it freaks me the fuck out dude like i have to jump back and they still want to creep up closer on me like do you not like get the social key right now yeah um what about you trevor what's been your biggest thing i know work's been a you know a little more i guess uh 
changing for you? Yeah, no, it's fine. Right at the spot, I don't have any complaints. So I've been doing what I can to just help help with the house. I've been doing a lot of fucking housework, hanging out with the kid, um, just helping where I can, and because I'm an essential worker, but like thing like. Seattle as a city has been fucking dead. I went to, I are, it's already pretty dead at this point, but like I went to Capitol Hill to grab my check. I guess that's probably my biggest problem. I've, um, because of like this whole shit, getting the money that I've, I, I am owed has been, it's been hard to get the money. I've checks have been lost in the mail direct deposits have been stalled things have been not moving as fastly so i've been like checking my mailbox daily for just like shit to come in and it's been and i finally got um paychecks from like almost a month ago like i have oh i've i'm just i'm just a a fucking good ass penny pincher to where i can stretch my money but if i wasn't I'd been fucking done, dude, because I was I've been waiting. uh, I waited a full four ass weeks for my my paychecks were a month late. Some of them. And that that is wild. that fucking sucked. But as far as my work slow, I talked about another episode. There's like one crazy day and that was pretty much it. But besides that, it's so dead. It's there's people like still walking around a little bit, like out in the park areas of Capitol Hill. Um, but um, on a Friday night, like at ten, at like eleven o'clock, it's usually bumping out there, and it is. It's just it's weird. It's like four more like four a.m. on a Sunday. That's that's what it looks like, and that's just... honestly a weird ass feeling. I'm like picturing it, and it just kind of makes me like uncomfortable just knowing what that area is supposed to be like on a Friday night, and having it be like a ghost town during this. Absolutely. Um. So, what what else do what else do we got? Um. Animal Crossing and Warzone. Yo, Animal Crossing. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. So, um, ha- have you got an Animal Crossing? Um, I'm getting it tonight. As soon as we're done, I'm downloading. I'm gonna download it because I have enough like shit on there. I because ha- you can't get a fucking physical copy, at least in our town. So, right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to download it cause I don't have that much on there right now. So, um, I'm going to get it tonight. I, I downloaded, I downloaded Warzone, and it, a lot of times I tried to play, it took for fucking forever to like, just get started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm playing, I'm, I'm getting on it tonight cause I just, like I said, I just got paid. Like I've been waiting. I was gonna do it two weeks ago, but I've been waiting for my fucking money to come in. Dude. 
That's crazy. <laughs> I like this whole thing. Sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Animal Crossing, sick. Warzone, sick. I've been basically saving up for the Animal Crossing Switch version. I don't know. Have you seen uh, pictures of it at all? What? Um, what is it? What is it? Oh, you, uh, a switch, an Animal Crossing Switch? Yeah. So the whole like switch dock is, uh, painted like teal and green, has like some Animal Crossing characters on it, and the Joy Con controllers, they're painted teal and green as well. And then the game like comes automatically downloaded on the, uh, console tablet what sucks is that because it's sold out everywhere you can only get get it like um like ebay but i haven't been able to see any like cheaper than 500 dollars. so that's why i'm like saving up but i definitely want to get animal crossing another game that i've been uh, you know also on the ebay kind of hunt for right now is it just recently came out also sold out everywhere as well Final Fantasy VII Remake. Dude, that just and... came out. Like, didn't that come out on, like, like on Friday or something? Like, yeah. Fuck. That's already all gone. <laughs> it's already all gone. Trust me. I've, I've been to, like, so many stores sold out everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. But I know you got a PS4. Definitely download the demo when you have a chance when you get home, dude. I played the demo. You will you will get hooked. Um. So music things that we've already played. I want your honest opinions. Um. New. Newer higher power record. Um. I'll be honest. If if I didn't already previously listen to them as the band music that they put out, I would have just not have listened to it at all. I would have just, you know, blown it away. Um with that being said, you'd, there's probably like maybe a track on there for me that I like otherwise I don't know, man. It's just, you know, I I do respect their hustle. I do respect their worth ethic, what they're doing, you know, the, trying out different things because, you know, sometimes it's, um especially like in hardcore, sometimes like when you're, especially like a, a younger band trying to make yourself established, um, you know, it's kind of risky trying out different things because you, sometimes you get too comfortable, but that's also the best part about music, doing what you really want to do. And that's what they're doing. You know, they want to make the the music that they did. Um, and I know that the, the singer dude, he, he kind of publicly expressed that like he had like really no idea how to sing and he kind of had to like learn everything on the record. So, you know, I, I respect it. I, I just don't, uh, you know, I just, I probably just don't get it. That's I okay. think ultimately, I thought they did a way better job live than I ex- than I expected because it's so, oh, it yeah, such sure. a weird thing to do. I I thought some of the songs are really good. Um, I like um, bands like Into Another and Far, and those have been like two bands that 
um, re- that they've been uh, associated with or like not associated, but um, compared to. And I like I like that. Also, I, re- I know the reason I brought it up is because I know you guys like I know uh, at least your partner and some of your friend and some of our friends like uh, absence of mind, which I don't at all. I that is a band where I think they tried a bunch of things and that's why I have not played them. They tried a bunch of things with this newer record, the newer record that they did. And I thought it was just, I think, I think it fall flat. It was a, it was just, I felt like they put a little sprinkle of this sprinkle of that, but it's ultimately um, like when it's your, your, uh, I think the absence of mind is kind of like when your partner or not your partner, but when our friends, uh, Mira and my partner go into the kitchen and get super high and then decide to put every <laughs> type of seasoning on, like when all those, all the vegan nachos or something needed with some salt, they put, they get super high and put every type of spice from the kit from the kitchen onto the <laughs> onto the plate and it's it's sometime i know they're probably around somewhere because you live with them but at, at times <laughs> it was I I, I I i i i get a spoonful of whatever it is and i'm like whoa i my it was it's like it's like sensory overload and that's how i felt about <laughs> absence of mind is there was too much of just about everything and and some of the lyrical stuff was it was a little like amateur for me like stuff that i wouldn't i wouldn't listen to i would have maybe gave a pass to um in high school Mm -hmm. so that's my no i definitely know what you mean uh, much respect to that band, Absence of Mind. You know, definitely trying different things. Um, Earlier stuff they was have... fine. I I liked I liked that just okay. Yeah, they uh, dude, they do have that one track though. That's like to me sounds like it could be like like on a stained record though. And like I... straight up, it's it's pretty good. And there's some stuff in there. It's like, there's like, oh, my ears perked up. But it's just so, like I said, so much of just about everything. So, mm-hmm. oh, um, new hate breed track. I don't, did you listen to it? Yes or no? Um, I'll be honest. I listened to it, but only like 30 seconds of it. And I'm like, oh, it's hate breed. <laughs> Honestly, not as bad as the other stuff that I've that I've heard. Like uh, maybe maybe the best and this is this is saying not saying much, but it's the best hate breed track I've heard in 10 years. So, no, that's definitely fair. So, it's it it was well put together. It definitely had definitely I would say the earlier writing chops that uh that I've heard, but obviously like Jamie Josta's Jamie Josta is definitely a by the book vocalist. Um, like when it comes to just his vocal inflections and, um, 
writing music. So I always like earlier hate breed. So there's not much else I can say about that. So what, what was a, what was another one that, um, we'll go with this shortly. Cause I've said this. So I've had this conversation so many times. Um, quick, your words, code orange, new record, everything that's gone with the band. Um, really. We've done a code orange episode. You want to talk about too much seasonings? This is like, they went to Costco and <laughs> went to the bulk section of seasonings <laughs> and just dumped everything. Um, and this is like you you now have to like go to the pharmacy in Costco and you check your blood pressure, see if you're like you're doing okay. This is <laughs> how I feel listening to that. <laughs> um, Live, I don't I don't mind it. Yeah, no, definitely. Live is is yeah. Live it it sounds, you know, like Code Orange, very well put together. Live on record, I- though, that's like, um, you know, since I drive around a lot and listen via Bluetooth, um, I think there's like, I'll be driving and think that I'm losing. Look at my phone and I'm like, oh, it's a, it's part of the damn song. <laughs> oh, dude, that's I've talked about that so many fucking times. The skip part on that one song pisses me off more than anything that has ever happened in a song in history. It fu- oh, yeah. fucking pisses me off. But we're going to move on from that cuz that's about that's about all that I uh I think that's all all of our catching up. I don't think I don't think there's anything else that uh that is super is there any other points of interest that we didn't um in in pop culture in the world today? What's your take on until live music becomes established, like entertainment as a whole becomes established from the whole stay at order, like stay at home order? What's your kind of take on, let's say, bands doing, you know, the more streaming thing, like what Code Orange did, but like kind of like at a more um, pay per view type of thing? Because I I think I saw like a a thread or something like about it on Twitter. You know, as bands for like to do that to like kind of like make money as well, because um, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's something for bands to do, and also like, you know, because I'm a lot of bands with you know right before they went out on tour, you know, they spent so much money, you know, preparing for that, you know, vehicle maintenance, um, printing out merch, you know, racking up all that money, and then just to have like be sitting on it not doing anything with it you know they're trying to think of ways to creative you know entrepreneur that you know to relieve that type of debt so you know i'm about it some people aren't but you know in digital age might as well embrace it you know what else are you going to be doing you we i watch hate five six videos so it's like you know might as well but i just kind of want to get your your take on that I think a problem that's going to happen is just like you're going to see if so there's there was the uh, Metal Sucks um, article about just the possibility of us not seeing concerts um, until fall of 2021, which is 
devastating if if that happens wow it doesn't that doesn't mean that's not that doesn't mean it might uh it could affect all the smaller tours it, it might benefit smaller tours we don't we don't know but we don't know how we really still don't know how long this is going to last all we know is like stuff like this is like the bigger venues and stuff they're going to be the last things to open um when this comes when when as we gradually get back to normal life um bigger i think parks and stuff will start to i think open at times i think um some businesses will start to come back to life but with regulations um some small bars same thing with i'll probably as a security guard have to regulate the amount of people that are in in there a lot of probably new uh things with uh you know temperature taking people's temperatures stuff like this but as far as going like the streaming thing i think it's cool but i also think there's a lot of smaller bands that don't have the money to do that which it's really sucks so mm -hmm. we're gonna see a lot of like depressed like younger people not know what to fucking do with themselves like where music is one of their only things like so i think we we really need to look inward on that too and figure out ways to support them by buying tapes um maybe bigger companies helping these smaller bands or or people like um you know the dudes from hate five six like contacting these other bands and seeing how we can work out making setups for some of these smaller um bands like the ones that are on the dog years records comps and stuff like that i think i because there are bands that you know i think it'd be cool as far as subscribing i i always have this way of not answering the question directly everybody knows this um but i will get to, I, I will get to the point um but with i guess that in mind i wouldn't have any problem just uh, supporting by giving as much giving a little bit money because also with uh us content creators we need things to talk about too shows need to happen so i'm like i need a, i need something to see i can't just talk about a record all the time as much as i don't get to mosh i'm like i'm going to observe anyway so i definitely i'm all about doing some stuff like that like mosh in your fucking bedroom that's fine I'd say let's do what we fucking can, but I think we all need to do what we can to look inward to these smaller upcoming bands and the youth because we've already had issues with just like, you know, venues with venues closing all the, you know, tales old of time. And then our scene as well has been crippled by, by social problems and a whole mess of other things that have made people move on. We have to do, we have to do something to make sure these younger kids don't just move the fuck on because it's easy to see no light at the end of the tunnel. And it's easy to see that there is possibly no hope and like, fuck this. So mm -hmm. I think we need to look in your inward to the fucking youth and see how to, to help these fucking bands out. But, I think, especially, yeah. too, like, it's going to be harder for, like, let's say, like, a bigger band already on a label. It's more 
feasible for them to do like a live stream in the sense of getting like the content, getting the equipment set up. But like, let's say you're, you know, you're, um, your local band is trying to, you know, do this as well. Well, they're going to have a tougher time because it's, it, it's like the, almost like the equivalent of like, you know, watching your homies live stream. Like, yeah, they're your homie, but you go into there and you see that sometimes you're like the only one in there or there's two other people watching it. And you're just like, damn, this is <laughs> this is rough. But that's just like I also see like another, you know, potential thing where, you know, when you create that barrier to entry, it's it almost kind of in a sense becomes exclusive to the already established bands but if there was a way f- or kind of like a different type of um i guess innovative like breakthrough for you know bands to also get noticed because we do need shows we do need outlets for creative you know expression to happen and if that can't happen in a life setting with real humans, I think local bands should somehow get that chance virtually. But yeah, I'm yeah, using, that was just kind of like my take. Yeah, I'm get I'm using that fucking that fucking Trump check to um, support bands. Like I'm gonna buy I'm buying as many as I'm buying some fucking tapes. I'm buying. I'm like, Are you gonna buy that a uh, rotting out face mask? Oh, I was gonna get to that. So I guess that's perfect <laughs> time. Um, it's gonna be a talk heavy show today, so we're gonna to have to. Chris, you and me will have to do an episode two on this because we're not. Are gonna, you saying I should be your co-host again? Um, that's fucking tight. Um, that's up to you, a hundred percent. Um, this yo, do uh, this do one of those be, voting polls on your Facebook group. This would be a good day because I got a fucking. I randomly got a raise and also some other things that I can't discuss. Um thrown my way so if, on top of that if i'm getting you back as a as a co-host even if it's fucking virtually um this would be a fucking good day but i'll, I'll send out a post i'll i'll post it in the group because i know um okay i know there's been there uh, over the uh kgrg years there were some ex chris x fans you were you might have been the crowd favorite over me i was just the guy who was behind the board um playing the mu- playing the music and getting the um and giving away the tickets but you you're the personality you were you were the ex chris x and i think i think some people tuned in i think there was a few stands out there for you dude dirty dean oh my god <laughs> shout outs to dirty dean um to give context to our listeners that have only been listening they we we had a back at our old um post in auburn washington uh the college radio station of kgrg um there was a there's been a long-standing tradition of long-time listeners there was back in like the early 2000s there was a a dude who would just call up all the time um, and then it passed on in roughly like 2007 to Dirty Dean, who has been keeping that alive for a very long time. I know at least as far as last year, he was still calling up. I, I went up to get some stuff like a year ago or so from the station. I went to grab some stuff and he called the station and he was just like, 
the one thing that's with him is he never wants to stop talking and you know he'll you'll be like I gotta go. He's like, wait, 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 and I'll be like, what? He's like, you have a good day. I'm like, fuck. Dirty Dean was like in in a digital age, FM radio is not always a college FM radio station is not as listened to as it as it once was and it's not as big of a format for um underground music as it once was unless it has a lot of pull and has and has you know a lot of social media reach like kexp and stuff like that but when you feel like there's no one listening dirty dean always listen what's fucking going on on your end why do i you sound like you're fucking crushing bones what are you? <laughs> oh, I um, I'm like flinging around this uh, this lighter, this uh, lighter of edge over here. God fucking damn it, Chris! This uh, straight edge fire will never die out, except it keeps falling out of my hands and onto <laughs> my computer. But this but is... uh, keep going, <laughs> man. This is this is a a different episode. This this episode it, this episode be hitting different. Um. So I think it's time to do a music break. Um, you talked about rotting out. Um, they had their new record just came out on Friday. Ronin about about the same fucking time, same day as Drain, and I thought that's kind of cool because they're both really fucking good, energetic California bands. Um, you know, Drain is kind of been doing it for a while for for a few years but um is coming into their own a lot of people are finding out about them and they're fucking just like if you see all the videos and stuff they're just a wild live show just to talk about drain Mm -hmm. and rotting out has kept that tradition um throughout the years throughout vocalists um um throughout the early the earlier days to walter and to the time that they took a you know what it was a roughly a three-year hiatus um Mm -hmm. when walter was away for a while and um he came back to it 2018 and he did a he did a weird side project called dark blue i definitely want to get walter on the show at some point that'd be cool um but because i talked to him like years and years ago at one of the shows and saw them uh last year on their tour with knocked loose it was just a good time seeing them again. Um, this rotting out record carries on that rotting out tradition where um, Drain is a fucking uh, a fucking punch to your face of just a, a a quick burst of fucking thrash and just putting all the best parts of like a thrash and a hardcore song in one thing. I think. Uh, Rotting out is a little bit more drawn out anthemic. Um, you kind of like has always like in the later records has drawn from like a suicidal tendencies um, type mm-hmm. place with really, really catchy um, chorus lines. Um, they doing stuff that they actually, they actually like have like choruses that the, that repeat. And that's, and that's pretty cool. Cause not all hardcore bands do that. 
um, and have they just they're just all over catchy. Um, I feel like Walter and um, Sammy have some similar inflections, um, especially nowadays. His inf- uh, Walter's inflections has gone way higher um, than it used to be. I don't know exactly why, but yeah, it, it's it's gotten it's gotten to to a definitely a higher register, and it's it's I think it's pretty cool. Uh, rotting out. I know my friends when uh, the 2013 record came out, they people turned their noses because of the production, but I think the production gives it the staying staying power and gives it a lot of. Um, I don't know. I it how it gives it a lot of re-listen because I'll have to re-listen to it though. But the production is, I think, super on point. I like. There are some bands like this where a clean sound does do the band justice. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play. What the fuck are we gonna? We've been talking for so long. Also, yeah, they're doing the they're doing the face mask thing. Um, they're, they're doing face masks. They, um, it's the profits, um, from this rotting out mask are going to LA domestic violence uh, shelter, which is, I think a very important thing. Um, Walter's always been a, uh, man of the people and this running, Mm -hmm. it's honestly, this rotting out face mask looks pretty sick. I'm, Oh yeah. I mean, it's such, they have their, their logo is such a simple and easy design. Like they're they're very smart with their branding, where it's not like punishing. Anytime you see it, it's just so simple. I'm like, oh, that's rotting out. That's perfect. Like where you oh, can yeah. see it a bunch of times, where I'm like, that's that's cool with me. So where I'm getting back to the playlist. Um, the fuck? Where are we at? Uh oh, what the. Um, last <laughs> last man standing on Ronin. It's out on Pure Noise Records. Um, and if I didn't say it before, um, the Drain record, California Curse, is out on um, Revelation Records, and that's a really cool place for them to have. Um, so we're gonna play Last Man Standing, and then we'll be back. This is a very fucking talk heavy show, so fuck Yo. it. I mean, what else do you have to fucking do, guys? Calm down. Yeah, seriously. If anything, you can come back to this when you come back to life and you can listen to the rest on the way to work or, you know, when you guys are doing your door dashes or I don't know what the fuck else you you be doing out there. So, uh, last man standing, running out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Whoa! 
Remember what it was like without real art shows? Kind of like now. Fucking bummer, dude. Make sure we still have an all-ages venue after all of this. Donate at realarttacoma.com slash donate. Well, here goes! Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us.
little fight. Well, but how the fuck are you gonna know what I'm talking about?
up, motherfucker, this is Bear Bear Mosh Up, telling you to check out the brand new Bear Bear website now. Go to BearBearHeartRadio.com for all podcasted shows as well as new reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Yo, remember when Trevor talked about sandwiches for like 20 minutes? Yeah, that was sick. Wait, can we still say sick nowadays? I don't know, that might be insensitive. You know what is tight? Supporting bands via Bandcamp and donating to venues. Relort's got rad stickers and patches they want to give you when you give back. Give big during early giving at Give Big Washington, April 15th. Go all in May 5th through the 6th or donate anytime at realartsacoma.com slash donate. Oh shit, I backed up. KRLA, serving Greater Los Angeles from Pasadena.
All right. Uh, we're back. Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Played a bunch of music um, as much as we fucking possibly could for this episode, for this weird social distancing episode where um, I guess I, I was trying to be as prepared as I could, but there's so much fucking new music out that we're going to have to like do an episode, a second episode to make, to kind of do some of these bands justice. Cause there's like, I made the playlist and there's so much that we didn't even get a chance to, um, to really even touch on. Uh, so I guess, so to try to keep it a, a music oriented, um, we started off the set with cruelty, um, Tokyo, Japan, um, the thing about this band is like most of their, like, this is like, so we played the song CKS. Um, they did a, they did a split with which band was it, Chris? A moment of truth. I've never even fucking heard that band. Well, you better freaking change that mister. They have a, their dying truth record. Um, cruelty does and most of their songs are fucking long as shit um <laughs> if i'm if i'm if i'm being honest that hey this is my show i can i just like i could say I what imagine i want like uh like someone trying to like mosh and then take like you know an intermission then back to more moshing all within the the span of this four minutes and almost 30 seconds song this is like Okay. Well, this is the shorter song too, and it has like the most like I would say moshy metal parts, and that I've that I hear in it because the all, mo- all the other songs are closer to six minutes. I think there's even a seven minute song in this. Yes. Um, you talked about going to like a a Japanese hardcore show, and I would love to because I'd love to see how like it's taken over there. I know a lot of people like you know bands obviously from us are so much bigger there that's you know a known thing um i know a lot of people on the other side of the world have a little bit more patience for longer songs than us in the us so that's why so a lot of like american hardcore is so fucking fast and in and out and and like a lot of um, bands from other countries on this side of the world l- love to put a lot of, there's a lot of bands that like to do some different things and put a lot of different metal in it. And uh, this band was really cool. Cruelty with a K. Um, I like the song. Like I said, the rest of the record, it, um, I need some more time with it since the song lates are so damn long, but it's fucking, it's fucking heavy. We talked about, just like a lot of the bands who have just like you, you like a lot of bands like dying fetus and um, exhumed and stuff like that with just like fucking like gutter roll vocals that are just like grimy and fucking low and nasty. And I like that in hardcore songs too. So even if it's, oh, yeah. cons- even if it's considered somewhat death core, Yo, what? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about when you know hardcore kids pretend uh, they were never like in a deathcore phase, and then like they like jock bands that 
you know, have a deathcore influence and they, they tried to like hide like like deathcore is like a guilty pleasure of theirs. You know what I mean? Most people under thirty, I would I agree. Like anybody under thirty, I think it's hard to miss somewhat of a deathcore face. I would say I would be say anyone under like yeah, my age, like thirty one or and younger, um, it's very possible to have a have a, a deathcore phase. Also, I don't. I could see maybe there's some young there's some young cats here who who I know had who completely skipped it and are into hardcore, and that's kind of that's pretty fucking cool. I guess that's fine. Um, but there are some fucking deathcore um, riffs that fucking rip. So oh yeah. Um, going into that uh the next song next song um we did true fate by eyes wide shut um from raleigh north carolina uh members of another band um called 13th um this band has a demo 2020 um very heavy fucking beat down influence it's modern what you see is what you fucking get um has some stuff that's could definitely be construed as as deathcore and i don't give two shits because it's hard um bands like it's like the same reason people listen to bands like cold hard truth and stuff like that like and some people are afraid to listen to shit like this and i'm totally not um i like i like the really simple artwork on it um dude pulling a gun on someone um it's black and white Eyes Wide Shut 2020. I think it's just simple. A few songs. And uh, the first one is somewhat of an intro, I believe. So I have nothing. I have nothing. Pro- I have no problems with that. I like I like uh, that it's super fucking short. It might have not appealed to me if it was like a fucking full length like this. I don't think I would need a full length. I think three songs is is more than enough from a band like that um yo okay kind of relevant question yes okay ideal demo track list um i'm going three songs for my ideal demo track list actually i'm I'm changing it up to four four songs is my ideal demo track list okay you mean demo track length you? you mean demo track length or yeah. demo track length yes okay um yes for like, i think four tracks four, four tracks is good i don't really need in an, an intro um intro slash could be all right yo. um i maybe maybe in a, a, a 30 second intro and three songs is fine if the if the intro is fucking ripping um mm-hmm. or if or if we're talking it really depends if we're talking about a mosh demo or a fucking fast hardcore demo um yeah both really four songs is fine. Um, I think three songs for this like beatdown type stuff with an intro is. I think that's more than enough for what oh, yeah. for what you're getting with this band. And if they just kept on doing releases like this, maybe a a song on a fucking comp and shit like that. I think that would be totally fine. Um, next up, we played "Perdition" by Denial. Um, they're on. Life, li- Life Liar Regret Records. Um, 
we talked to a band on that record label also from Tasmania called Breakthrough a couple of years ago. Um, they're also we're on our dead air comp. We have a dead air comp somewhere in the in the recesses of the internet on the deep web. Um, this band, I would chalk it up to Lo-Fi Foundation, which is a compliment. Sounds like fucking it has. It has everything. It has a little bit more metal quarry, like panic chord type stuff than foundation, but, and foundation definitely has a complete style of their own. But like when I listened to this, I was like, this is just like, um, a lower, uh, like, like I said, low five foundation, the, the, uh, the vocals are kind of, are kind of all peaked out. Um, a, on purpose uh the quality is a little bit lower somewhat somewhat demo somewhat intentional 90 sounding which is 100 percent cool with my book there's a lot of bands that do this thing but i like it it's a very simple name i kind of had an idea it was going to be like metalcore when i listened to it had no idea they were from australia and that's cool because there's a lot of fucking metalcore influence bands um down that way that are um, ripping and unheard of. So, and Life Flyer Regret Records definitely has um, some cool stuff. Uh, I think, yeah, Denial did put out some stuff. If you don't remember, like, what was it? Yeah, that was almost fucking four years ago. The last time I thought I thought they put out some shit, but that was so fucking long ago. In my Flying book, fly. for a Pro. for a band for a band that's like, they came out, did a thing, and uh, kind of forgot that they forgot that they did stuff. They did um, 2018. They did a split with Blinded, and uh, yeah, now they have this new shit, and it's uh, ripping. Um, next is Zaus. Is it? It's Zaus, I believe, or is it? Z- it's not I, I believe it is also. Zaus. I've heard from multiple people. Zaus. Tag so we're is going with that. strictly death metal. Death. Little bit of, like some doomy parts in there too. Um, when it comes to because um, this is Taylor um, Young, right? Um, doing yep. doing everything, I believe. Taylor Young. Every instrument, vocal instrument, except some except some guitar solos. Some guitar solos. They have some guest guitar solos. Um, Yeah, that's right. Which is cool. I like that. That's a that's a vibe that um, Rusty has always talked about is guest guitar solos, and I'm I'm all for it for a project like this. I wanted to get some fucking merch, but it's all fucking sold out. Um, it, I've been really into this. I'm, if anybody knows, I'm not the, not biggest on metal. I do like, I do like metal at times. I'm don't, I don't hate metal in any capacity. Um, I just, I go back and forth to bands so sparingly. Like I'll go to a, a bolt thrower record and stick with that for a very long time. I'll go with like uh Celtic Frost and stick with that for a very long time. 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm not a, a, a metal fan. I just like, it would be insulting to people who consume metal on a, on a daily basis and look for new bands and create new, for me to say that I'm, you know, super into metal. It's just, I like, there's some really fun. I just acknowledge that there's very good metal out there. Um, and like, uh, it's a good thing you mentioned those bands particularly too, because um, Bolt Thrower, for instance, I would say uh, contemporary hardcore the past 10 years have, um, you know, nodded at bands like such as Bolt Thrower or Obituary. Oh, obituary, obituary for sure. Uh, If, but um, yeah, I get. I think bolt thrower. I don't know what the kids think of the bolt thrower these days. I'm not in touch with the kids. Uh, (laughs) So, so, so I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what. What's the hot? What? What older metal band is the is the biggest one being jocked? Um. I don't know. know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really like uh, too sure what like the biggest one. I feel like I I see a lot of those like kids like like on Depop or uh, you know who like thrift shit. I feel like they always jock like um, like Mayhem that band. Yeah, jock that band never like you could tell they never listen. It just goes straight for the like wearing the shirt. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, sometimes it's hard to tell. It just, it just comes and goes so quick. <laughs> and there's a, we'll have another, um, hardcore adjacent one soon. Um, but this band came out with stuff like mid-March, just right before the, right before the quarantine, um, on triple B records, nudie mag. Uh, put out a record called Milk. If you like fucking alt rock shit, um, the track, um, the track that I played, uh, one ten, is very reminiscent of older Weezer to me, uh, Pinkerton era, um, to be specific. Um, I like I I like um, Triple B's. Um, output when it comes to like hardcore Jason stuff. Did you get a chance to listen to any of that? I did. Yes. It's very catchy. For um, me. I didn't really listen to nudie mag like that much before. Like I have, you know, I've heard of them, seen their name pop up, you know, on the TL, but you know, it, it did, uh, it did give me a good like throwback, especially like on a nice day, you know, it's just feel good music to me. Yeah. There's another um, band from here that does some really cool, like, um hardcore adjacent that we're gonna play probably next episode like i said a lot of music and a lot of stuff i didn't i didn't uh give as much of a listen as i wanted to or like wanted to write some stuff down about it um next one a band called from florida burning strong um on from with one from within records um one thing i would have to say is there's like a very like like distinct sound between like the Florida bands like magnitude and eco strike who have like a, who have like a nineties metal core, but sometimes get into some 
melodic stuff. Um, I like um, some of the newer melodic bands like One Step Closer. Um, Burning, Burning Strong definitely um, dances between the two of um, kind of melodic or if we want to go to that to that like some like amazing core um esque um guitar in it but but very melodic but but yet still has a has an overdriving 90s influence 90s metalcore influence like a lot of their like i said the magnitudes and eco strike and i really like i really like mm-hmm. this record Um, I saw this this band at FYA. Okay. Um, you'd probably dig their set. Um, I know you're not they, the most biggest melodic person. Um, out there. Yeah. This isn't this isn't your your general vibe. But no, like yeah, it's, it's um, you know I, I I appreciate it. Like you know it's. That's all I guess. Hey. You don't yeah. Calm down. You can. This is not. This is not fucking krsw you don't have to big up every band that you hear you don't have to talk shit on it either but you don't have to you if you don't have much to say you don't have much to say so let's let's leave it at that's all i'm saying is that like hey i dig it from what i've heard you know Um, that's all i gotta say oh yeah and uh i just want to say like their fya set when we did like watch them they were like one of the first bands opening up that day, and I'm 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 gonna let you guess how many people were in there for them. I don't know. I would what like half the room, less than half. Less. Yes, twenty people. I'm talking like twenty people, probably twenty to forty people. In a venue that probably caps out um, at least close to a thousand. Um, I think they're they're relatively new, a year and a year or so old, and people don't want to admit that they like melodic hardcore. So it, it probably is going to take a minute. I think next year, um, people people want are on the on the line about like stuff like one step closer, but one step closer is definitely getting like a lot of ears on them these days. Um mm-hmm. next and one like, unfortunately too, I think they were just one of those bands. Sorry, just one of those bands too that people, you know, were just like, oh I'm not gonna show up to the fest since I'm only going uh showing up for this band or whatever and they just happen to be like that break band. So, you know, they'll probably get like, you know, better opportunities coming along. So shout out. I just wanna like while I'm before I get to the next song, so I'm I'm reading get some info on on an on another new song and a pop up for um Brian Posehn um Grandpa Metal record <laughs> featuring Scott Ian, Corey Taylor, um and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> great <laughs> grandpa metal all right sorry i i had that it uh 
you know, it just kind of sounded distracted like me. Super <laughs> group until I heard Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> and I immediately got turned off. Sorry, Tri- I don't know how much the hardcore world like like cares about stand up comedy, but like I saw Brian Posehn years ago, and I, as far as like that, I I like I liked his shit. I saw him. That's maybe the only comedy set i've ever seen live and i met him and he i i had a i think i had a himsa shirt on and he's like is that a himsa shirt and i was like yeah i was like that's dope and then he's like he's like can i take a picture with you <laughs> i was like okay so that's my brian posein story damn <laughs> he should ask for your autograph he's like himsa shirt guy i remember He's the only stand-up comedy that focused on talking about juggalos, um, which was That's so sick. Which was really weird. It wasn't anti-juggalo for anybody who's who's trying to call me out and try to pull the classist card. I'm not talking shit, and he was not talking shit on juggalos either. It was just funny. Anyways, news of Baba track. <laughs> Did you listen to the news of Baba track? We chef. What I here's here, <laughs> shut up. Um. So news of Baba track is I in it might be because of the time of um. I guess this time in quarantine, I've been listening to more like metal again, and Zabal was a fucking metal band. Um. I really liked it. Um. It 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 kind of it kind of struck me the same way as the first time I. Cause I didn't give harm's way as much of a chance for a while. And then I listened to some stuff. I don't know how I feel about like newer harm's way in any capacity. I don't remember what, how I felt about it, but um, listening to newer Zabalba, I was like, I can get behind this. It's the same kind of vibe of just like straight fucking death metal, a little bit of doom and like fucking, and with a tinge of um, hardcore influence put in. Not a lot, but a tinge. Okay, question. Yes. D- so on this newer song of Zabalba, does the more metal-driven vocals, do you think that kind of made it even more for you? That might be, because I don't even remember what I've... I haven't listened... I've been not listening to them for so long... I don't remember what the older stuff sounds like. Cause like, I want to say like he had like a good, like mid, like not even like high range, just more just like a good mid range, you know, like sound. And you know, with this one, it's just like, if you're already like a fan of metal, it most like more often than not, it'll, it'll just suck you in, dude. I think that might so, be what the appeal is. I might have to listen back to some older and see how I feel because I liked this more. And I think the, the more metal, like I think some bands do it better when they just go all the way in metal. I like I like it when they, like I said, when you throw a splash of hardcore, dash it in there. But like it sometimes gets a little weird or a little unappealing when you when you're middle of the road with it. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'll have to listen to more. I've talked about, um, Brian from Zabalba 
does Zompantli, and that shit is fucking fire. Um, nothing hardcore about it. We played it a couple episodes back, and it's right on the fucking money. I love it. Um, yeah, straight me- straight metal doom. It's great. Um, nothing really yeah, moshy, and but it it fucking hits. Um, what do we have after that? So only gonna do one more. We finished up with um some uh, hardcore from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I thought it, I thought it was really uh it was they're on uh Numerality Zine came out in February. Um, haven't played it yet. Um, bugging out. Uh, I know there some of some of the lyric some of the lyrics are I would say it's just. It's very, it's very catchy. It's a, it's, it's the bands that I remember listening to in mid two thousands of like having something just like very simple, get, um, get stuck in your ear. Nothing too, nothing too complicated. And, but on the same side, it was very well recorded. I think it's simple, straight to the point. I was going to say, uh, did you see they changed their name? Did they? Bugging out changed their name. It? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, just happened to browse the TL and yeah, bugging out just changed their name like five hours ago. To what? To just bug in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Um, it was like <laughs> a very like minimum. Um, explanation i guess they got hit up by a lawyer to change their names otherwise you know face how all that goes and they just changed it to bugging so all okay this stuff will be i up see there. it i see it now on the thing it because bugging out says but it's it's not i don't know if it's updated on ev- on everything but okay the band formerly known as bugging out like that happened so soon. It's like, I'm not, I'm, I would cut this out for the podcast, but fuck it. Like they're a new band. And that happened yeah. out of fucking breaking news that had it, that happened out of fucking nowhere. So bugging, um, I thought it's very catchy, simple and well-recorded. And, um, I think for a band like this is, it's perfect for what the, for what I think they're aiming for. Um, I I I have no I have nothing else to say. But it's good, simple, well recorded hardcore. Um, Buggin changed their name. Um, don't know what the fucking legal reasons are, but uh, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So what uh what else do we we have? One more track. We got some more music to get to. We're gonna get. We're, are you gonna come back on for a social distancing episode, Mister Mister X Chris X? Um, do you want me back? I think that's the better question. Yes, but just to, just to stroke your fucking ego, let's, <laughs> let, let's, let's go ahead and, um, let's go ahead and post. Don't be, don't be sad if no one fucking votes. <laughs> 
Let's see. Let's see if the people want X Chris X back. And I'm also going to put maybe an extra tab being who the fuck is X Chris X. <laughs> just to, just I swear to God, that one is going to get more votes than anything, even from your friends. It's yes. I love it. <laughs> um, the last one was a track you actually set um i haven't fucking listened to this band in a hot minute um x um acxdc um oh yeah cop sucker um i haven't paid attention i don't know what the overall world of like um pv and grind think of this band anymore um i would always i always like to say just like metal I am not a voice for the PV or grind people. I do like PV and grind music, but I am in no way, shape or form an expert because there are some fucking crazy experts out there that know their fucking shit and follow this shit and have been in this shit for years. So, um, like I said, this is, I would say, if the, if to put this in a category, would this be like false PV or false grind? I don't I don't know. Um, I it would almost be okay. So I would kind of put them closer to the group. If you know that a regional justice center is close to the group in, because yeah, I've heard that RJC has, but. I would say like ACXDC is more grind, like it's than than that. Uh, RJC is definitely a fast core band. Yeah, I'm kind of like getting it more at the um, the angle of um, what the people are saying. So okay, basically RJC, they're like one of those bands that the people feel you know they're they're a power like obviously they're a power violence band, but they're are like the I guess essential power violence band that you know kids have been about and they're that, for like they're, they're like an, an entry point for power violence for band, beginners if that kind of makes sense like the... um exactly yeah if you're a beginner into you know the world of power violence they it's a good like you know beginner and then you can so start it's to not it's it's with. not math 101 it's math 52 exactly but and that's kind of how if, ACXDC is in terms of grind. Okay, maybe not Math 52 because I took <laughs> Math 52 because I wasn't paying attention on my college entry exam. <laughs> and then I, I was I was really fucking tired when I took it, and I just like started clicking things till I was done, and then I ended up in a class where it said. One plus one was the first thing <laughs> I walked in, and the teacher no, had. Didn't. Yes, I'm not kidding. It said one plus one on the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I remember seeing the person in front of me just saying, first day, biggest joke. And I remember I just, like, I'm not that great at math, but this was one of those things, like, once I found out what the homework was, I would do all. And I found out I didn't have to show up. I just had to come and do the work. I would I would do my work at home, bring it in, 
right at the beginning of class when I was, I would come in just like on Wednesday, bring it in, and then leave. That's so sick. <laughs> it was so sick because they didn't, they were like, I was like, what do you do? It's just like, you just have to finish, finish all these things from the book. And then I was like, okay, so you just mean I don't need to come in to see what's assigned. It's like, well, if you just have it done, you know, this amount done, every everything's on the syllabus so to know when to be done. So I just did that. So maybe not 52. There's like a 60-something class. That's called ACDC, like Math 63 or 69. Math 69 is uh, yes. ACXDC. Um <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna finish up was with was that Green River? What? That class? What? Was that a class? No. Was that a bad class? That yeah. Green River? Yes, I took, I took fucking math sixty nine four twenty. <laughs> yes, that's. Well, let's end this damn episode. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not editing this for <laughs> shit, man. You won't. You won't see me doing that shit. So. Um, this, uh, new ACX DC Satan is King Antichrist Demon Core is coming out on May 15th, produced by Taylor Young and, uh, the master of all modern heavy music. So LA do that shit. Wait. Oh no. I think Kelly is uh, Kelly texting me? I think she's trying to see if I get a. Is it a dog? Oh, oh, okay. What? Oh shit, Kelly. I thought she was trying to text me to get a dog. She asked. She actually texted me the link to the rotting out face masks. She's like, "What if we got these?" Oh, that's- <laughs> I'm like, at this Dude, point, either or. I mean, fuck. We don't have room for a goddamn dog right now. No, so we're, we're gonna play. We're gonna play this, and uh, and Chris uh, requested me to use our old tagline. Same moshing it's, time. Uh, been a hot second. Same moshing same time. Same moshing place. Same moshing time. Same moshing place. Except it's not because we're fucking oh. syndicated, dude. <laughs> it, okay, maybe we gotta adjust it for. Same moshing you know, time, you know. same moshing places. Moshing places or same moshing time, same moshing virtual places. Same moshing know. time, same moshing time. <laughs> same moshing time. <laughs> <laughs> that totally reminds me when we would just like be at the, the KGRG station till like 3 a.m. Just All right, we got to get to the song, Chris. <laughs> 